Atlantic City Administrator John Lund is concerned about what may come down with all the changes in Iowa's property tax system. Good afternoon. Here's a look at KSOM KS95 News. Lund says Iowa's property tax system up until 2013 was stable. He says in 2013, the state legislature passed major legislation changing numerous classifications, applying a partial rollback of commercial property that was not their revenue, backfilled it, and then phased it out over time with fewer properties becoming taxable. But there's been, there was a change at the last legislative session that uh, included a they merged the business property tax credits with a new rollback on commercial property up to the first 150,000. Uh, I would move that to a residential one. The whole and we're hearing more about more property tax changes coming up. Well, these are all revenues that don't affect the state. They affect cities, and they're not offering any alternatives to keep up a cost. Lund is letting the city council and the department heads know that it will not be his fault if the city ends up with an ugly budget situation down the road. Lund says he gives himself an A-plus regarding long-term budget planning. There's no reason this should be happening to Atlantic, but it's probably going to end up happening, and it will have been because of deliberate action by the state legislature. And so to a certain degree, it's insurance for me to be able to prove and document, like, where how things have changed over the past 20 years and how the direction that things are going at, or could go with changes that might be coming down the pike. Lund says if the state does not refill the business property tax credits, there will be massive cuts to school districts, counties, and cities. To especially communities like Atlantic. It's not going to affect places like West Des Moines as much because their commercial property Probably their average commercial property there is probably between 800000 and a million dollars. Atlantic's commercial property is much, much lower. We do have some, some big ones like Walmart, but we have a lot of them that they're going to start if it doesn't get, that doesn't get backfilled um, through the business property tax credits. That's just going to be a colossal revenue cut to the city where the city's going to either have to basically freeze wages or come up with other revenue streams or do other stuff to offset it's, and it won't it will all be unpleasant and it's going to create a lot of acrimony lund says his goal is to reduce the debt service levy but the state changing the tax system will make things extremely difficult in the atlantic city council on wednesday approved the final plat for the prairie hills subdivision Atlantic City Administrator John Lund says this is the first of two steps to formally adopt new land parcels for the city's recent land purchase. Preliminary plats mostly just recording like where the, a lot of the infrastructure and other details, like the actual creating of the proper parcels, will be done with the final plat. Okay. 67 single-family residential lots will be brought online once the initial and final plats are approved. The preliminary plat shows a connection from East 19th Street to Olive Street and three other streets. This is the most significant addition for lots for single-family residential homes since the Nishna Hills subdivision final plat was approved in April 1978. In April of this year, the council 
approved the purchase of 41.54 acres of farmland for $830,000 from the Comus Family Trust, now known as the Prairie Hills Housing Development Project. The land purchase is financing the project through a general obligation debt. The revenue sources toward the debt payments are through lot sales and farmland leases as the city sells the lots for the construction of new homes and leases on the unused portions of the subdivision for farm use. The city is taking a conservative approach to developing this property due to numerous issues such as building costs and higher interest rates. The Atlantic City Council approved Cornerstone Construction's bid for the facade improvement project for 200 to 204 Chestnut Street. The building owners applied for commercial development block grant funds for improvements to their building facade this past April and were awarded a grant for $400,000. The CDBG program technically requires the city to be the recipient of the grant and the property owners to be the sub-recipients. The grant will cover $300,000 for construction and $20,000 for administration. The property owners will cover the remaining costs. Iowa Code requires the city of Atlantic to establish a blighted district before submitting the CDBG grant application. The Harlan City Council discussed plans for the Dream Playground at Pioneer Park at their meeting Tuesday evening. Mandy Billings is on the story. Don Marner, landscape architect with Snyder & Associates, as they worked with city staff and the Parks Committee on the master planning on the existing playground. The wooden structure needs redone with new features and accessibility. Uh, with that in the master plan that you see is putting a new restroom up that would be um, handicap accessible as well as uh, to the new playground area. Then the new playground would be in the same location um, as the existing. So that elevation wise, you can kind of see how that would fit in there. Um, but we'd have a new, new restroom building, new parking lot so you can come off the street um, and all of the grades would be sort of handicap accessible. So you come into the facility. We do have an entry area that we have some 3D images. I'll kind of walk through here in a minute. As you walk into that, we're going to capture some of the existing wood structure there and kind of create a donor, donor wall as well as you come into the, into the park. Marner said they worked with the committee to create a request for proposals that went out to four different playground manufacturers. Those companies submitted proposals and designs, and the committee reviewed those, conducted interviews, and then selected Cunningham Recreation. The idea is that we go and fundraise then after this, and you know then we can check back and kind of see how things are going as a project. Uh, hopefully, we move forward into this final design, which basically bid documents for a contractor to bid later on and then and then construct. So it was questioned whether or not this should be a community build project. Direction is to not have this be a community build like it was 28, 30 years ago and former Mayor Colby and also former Park Chair sure, uh, that was involved in that 30 years ago in our discussions and talking with our communities as well as to, to achieve a community build on this would be quite difficult, we believe. And also having a community build on this type of equipment. So these are, uh, this cost opinion includes having the manufacturer install it. Since the community built the original Dream Playground, some people are interested in certain pieces of the playground because they built it. It's very, one of his favorite words, very fluid on how the destruction. Well, for some citizens, that may be their only contribution that they can give is their time. So just 
Those details will be figured out as they move forward. The next step is fundraising. What what our number looks like to meet approximately one and a half million dollars. That seems like a big price tag. Uh, We'd like to bring out or bring attention to that. Half of that is infrastructure, restroom, and parking lot. And half of that is a playground. The council approved the master plan and cost opinion. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. With KSOM, KS95 News, I'm Bennett Blake.